What was to put? Poner. Poner. I was putting the line in the past. Ponía. Ponía. Good. Now, if you want to say, I put the point in the past. I put in the past. Of course, in English, it doesn't change. I put present. I put past. I put for the past. Our base is pus. Pus. P-U-S. So, how would you say, I put? Puse. Puse. Ah, puse. The endings don't take the accent here for these irregular verbs. Puse. You put informally. Pusiste. Where did you put it? Donde lo pusiste? Donde lo pusiste? Good. And now we can see where that poner pose was coming from. We said that when we have poner as part of a verb in Spanish, it's pose in English. Componer, compose. Exponer, expose. Oponer, oppose. And now we hear this pose sound coming out in the dot in the past. Puse, pusiste. What was to, to do or to make? Hacer. The base here in this point in the past is is, H-I-C. So if you want to say I made or I did. Hice. And he made or he did. Hizo. Hizo. Here it would be H-I-Z-O. We can't keep the C because it would spell ICO. Hizo. They made or you guys made. Hicieron. Good. Whenever you identify one of these irregular verbs in the point in the past where the base of the verb has changed, then you know what to do with it. That e and o is coming from ar, and then you have imos isteieron from er, ir. Sometimes the change is subtle. We saw that pod of poder became pud. We saw in another lesson that ab of aber became up. Ven of venir becomes vin. So how would you say I came? Vine. And he came? Vino. You know how to say wine in Spanish? Vino. He came with wine? Vino con vino. Vino con vino. Traer, to bring, has traje, I brought, in the past. So how would you say he brought? Trajo. Good. We brought? Trajimos. Trajimos. And I brought again? Traje. And traje also means suit, like the kind you wear, and it's masculine. So I brought a suit would be? Traje un traje. Traje un traje. Vino con vino, traje un traje. There's one extra irregular past point to look at. It's extra irregular because it doesn't really follow these rules about what groups is taking the sounds from and it's also extra irregular because it is the past for both ser and ir. It is the past for both I was and I went and this is fui. F-U-I. Fui. 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 So fui means I was from ser point in the past and it also means I went. Uh, so ser and ir, in the point in the past, they share a past. Fui means I was or I went. And fue means he was, she was, it was, 
you were or went. So we see that it's extremely irregular. Fui, I was or I went. How would you say I didn't go? No fui. No fui. Fue, he was or he went. How would you say he didn't go? No fue. No fue. How would you say we went? Fuimos. Good. And you informal? Fuiste. Fuiste. Now, to make they or you plural, was or went, we would add on ieron, but we will find it very difficult to pronounce fuieron, fuieron. So the e sound, the i, fell away. So how would that sound? Fueron. Fueron. So the i, the e sound, falls away. Fueron. The same thing happens in a couple of other cases too. We have trajeron from traer to bring. They brought, you guys brought trajeron. Dijeron, they or you guys said. So a couple of other examples there of that i falling away just for sound reasons. Trajeron, dijeron is kind of difficult to say. So it fell away for efficiency. Dijeron, trajeron, fueron. So now that we have fueron, we can make the past mood tense. We can say something like if I were you. Because we always go from the they form of the point in the past. So if they went or they were is fueron, we can say if I were you. And of course, we're using the mood tense here because we have if going into the past hypothetically. So this is a mood tense that's quite specific for the past. We're not putting the mood tense after C, after if in the present. But for this hypothetical past, if I were you, there we have it. In English as well as in Spanish. We said that if I were you instead of if I was you is mood tense in English. So how would that be? If I were you. Fueron becomes fueron. Good. And the I version is fuera. Good. Si, fuera, ti. Now it's just the word for you. Tu. Tu or usted, depending on who we're talking to. So, si yo fuera tu. Uh, si fuera tu, or si yo fuera tu, si yo fuera usted, if I were you. Now we're understanding why we went from the they version to find the mood tense in the past. Because going from the they version instead of the tu form means that if there is some irregularity, we will transfer that irregularity over into the mood tense. So we went from fueron to fuera. And we would go from, for example, dijeron, they spoke, to dijera. So we carry over that irregularity of having lost that I. Trajeron, they brought, and then trajera for the mood tense. I had was tuve. What was they had or you guys had? Tuvieron. Tuvieron. So now we can say, if I had it, I would tell you. If I had it... I would tell you. Si lo tuviera. I would tell you. You can use contar. Decir is very irregular for, for would. So if you don't want to deal with that now, imagine you're in a real life context, you can just go to the more regular verb, which is contar. I would tell you, informally. Te contaría. Good. Si lo tuviera, te contaría. O te lo contaría. I would tell you it. We like to close with this it in Spanish a lot.
Si lo tuviera, te lo contaría. I would tell you it. Good. So, going from this they form of the point in the past, we can easily find the mood tense in the past, even if the verb is irregular. So, we have to do or to make, which is hacer, and we said that the root for the point in the past is is, H-I-C, for the I version. So, how would you say I made or I did? Hice. Hice. And they did or they made? Hicieron. Hicieron. Good. So you could say, I wanted for them to do it. I wanted that they did it. Quería que lo hicieran. Good. I wanted them to do it. I wanted that they do it. Quería que lo hicieran. How would you say, I wanted for us to do it? I wanted that we do it. That we did it. Quería que lo hiciéramos. Good. Well done. Quería que lo hiciéramos. Good. I'm not as interested here in installing, let's say, all of this content, all of these irregular verbs. What I want to give you is an exposure to how they might work, the irregular verbs that you can come across, so that practicing, you can manage them. So, you should not be afraid of making mistakes. You should build the verbs how you're used to. And if you suspect that this one might be irregular, check. Check with the person that you're speaking to.